0: It's time for the Charter Chat Podcast. Please welcome your host, Juliet Lucero.
1: Welcome back, everyone. For this episode, episode seven, I had the pleasure of speaking with Jody Graff, who is the executive director of Visions in Education. They are an independent study charter school that is in nine counties in Northern California, and they've actually been around for 20 years. However, they were a district-run charter school, and this was their first year that they became a truly independent charter school. So without further ado, we're going to talk to Jody and hear about all of their challenges and wins. Welcome, everyone. I am Juliet Lucero, and you are tuned into the Charter Chat podcast that features different charter schools from all over. For this episode, I am excited to have Jodi Graf, the Executive Director of Visions in Education. Welcome, Jodi. Hi, Juliet. Thanks for having me. Why don't we start out by you telling a little bit about yourself to our audience?
0: Okay. Uh... Like many of you, I've been in education my entire life. It's one of those lovely fields where you grow up through it, literally from kindergarten on up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But um, my my experience was that I we're a school out of San Juan Unified School District, and my experience once I earned my teaching credential was that I started teaching in San Juan Unified School District in the elementary grades, and then became an administrator uh, in elementary and then middle school and had a great opportunity to run a community grant for the district um, that served kind of some of our high need areas, trying to create a really effective feeder system. It was actually a demonstration grant through the state the state at that time. And then uh, was a middle school administrator and it was pretty much at that time that I decided um, 22 years into my career that I might wanna explore what what charters have to offer. I I was finding it kind of increasingly difficult to put systems and structures in place. uh, And I thought, well, maybe the creativity that's allowed charters would um, help with that effort. So at that time I made the switch and came over to Visions and was the director of instruction for a couple of years. And once our executive director stepped down, I uh, assumed the role of the executive director and I've been in this role now for the last 13 years.
1: Oh, that's great! Yes. So, how did Visions in Education start? I understand they've been around. You've been around for quite some time as a district school.
0: Yes, so we are entering our twentieth year of serving students and families within our nine county areas. We uh, we're, we're literally conceived out of San Juan, though. Right, right. As charters were starting to take shape, about three years into it, because we were we started um, our charter in. Uh, 1999, the district was through their kind of student attendance review board, um, finding that families were having a really big challenge getting students to school. So they said, "Well, why don't we create a charter where we take school to them? And that really was the conception of the idea of let's create a homeschool um, independent study charter so that for those families struggling to come to school, we will have the teachers go to them. And that started in 1999, and it's kind of grew and developed over the years. And we continue to remain a school of the district, even though we kind of morphed and have grown and expand ourselves to just serve more students within our service area. So that we approached the district a couple of years ago and um, entertained this idea that we might go independent of them. You know, San Juan's a large district, a highly you know run, effective district, and has already a lot of things that they're working on and doing. And I think having us as a part of them, while we have a great partnership, I think they also saw as we did that maybe it's a great opportunity and right timing for visions to see if it could go independent of the district. Um, And so we really through a great partnership worked on how do we untangle those areas in which we are tangled so that as we separated, uh, there was no harm done to either either partner in this process and more importantly, none of the students and families we serve. And so for the last year, that's the good work we've been engaged in is, um, ensuring that those pieces that we worked on for the last couple of years are steady and in place and here to say that they are. So it's, it's a good day.
1: So what would you say would be the difference between being, I was a part of the district versus independent from the district?
0: Well, you know, our, our sole motivation really was as we grew, um, and we're serving more students and families. Uh, While the San Juan board does a really nice job of trying to understand who we are. And again, because of our great partnership, really endorsed and supported things that we were doing. It was becoming increasingly aware to us that there's a little bit of a cap on our ceiling to dream about who we can become, because once you're a school of of San Juan school district, um, even though we can conserve our contiguous counties we, we are limited to that, even though that doesn't feel very limited because it's, there's eight other counties, but our ability to kind of dream about who does Visions need to be in its next iteration um, had a bit of a glass ceiling. If we didn't step out and become a nonprofit and have our own board who could help us kind of envision what does that next step look like so that we continue to serve the students and families we have and, and should we desire to or see other students and families who could benefit from our program that
1: we could recharter in other counties. So the first, this is your first year as an independent charter. How has that been going? Have you had any challenges that you faced by going independent?
0: You know, not, I mean, we, we walked around for the first mm, two months, kind of, you know, with that head hunched over, when's the other shoe going to drop you forget <laughs> something. And, you know, nothing has happened that uh, we didn't anticipate would happen. And so we've been able to work through them, but I have to say, our team did a phenomenal job, um, in kind of knowing what they needed to do, building our, we, we spent the last two years just building the capacity to do this work. So, you know, everything from making sure we could take over the CalPads reporting, uh, you know, for the 6,000 students we serve and ensuring that our, all of our benefits for our teachers and our staff were in place. And, uh, just migrating everything so that it was seamless that was our our promise to our to our teachers and our families was that they would wake up one day and go oh we're independent gosh is today the day i didn't know it and and i think they literally would say that you know that was the feeling other than the the big celebration it was it's been very seamless
1: that's great so you mentioned you serve about six thousand students yes and are those in, you said eight different counties, nine different counties? So they're in
0: nine different counties, um, Sacramento being our um, authorizing county and then Sacramento happens to touch eight others.
1: Okay, great. So you serve quite a bit of students and you're fairly large. You have a, a pretty unique program. You're, you're an independent study type program, is that correct?
0: Yes, so, so thanks for asking about that. Um, the night you know the nice part about our program is and and really why visions was conceived from the very beginning was if if students are having a hard time coming to school or for whatever reason not wanting to go to school, um, how do we get to you and I think increasingly what we found, even though we started as a homeschooling program, um, so serving grade school students, we really found that over the years there there was an increasing um, need to serve students who maybe couldn't even find their way to school, but we're also starting to fall through those cracks while they were at school. And our program, because of its kind of delivery model, if you will, and being able to say, we will come to you, you don't need to come to us. Um, So we hire teachers within each of our, our regions and counties that we serve so that students and families really feel as though while Visions is located in Carmichael, it's literally in my backyard. Um, my teachers here, I run into them at the store, I know them, and and that our teachers have uh, the ability to really develop those positive one-on-one relationships. I was just meeting with a group of teachers today, and I was asking them, they were new to us, and I said, so what do you love the most about your job? What's what's really going well for you? And they had been in the traditional environment and were elementary teachers, and they said, I absolutely love that I get to connect with students on a one-to-one basis, and I re- and I really get to know the family, and I can support them, and we're a team together and how they had really always aspired to be able to do that in the traditional environment, but it, it just became more challenging. And so um, for them, I think that's the bright spot. And I think you could talk with any of our teachers and hands down, they would say, it's building that relationship with the student one-on-one that I I find most rewarding. And and I think if you talk with the students too, and we have a lot of students who would echo that back that, that um, Part of being an independent study is not only that it may give them this flexibility for whatever life is asking of them, whether it's, hey, I need to work or um, I'm, I'm caring for some of my younger siblings or I have health issues that require to be at, need to be at home or I'm credit deficient and I've got to catch up. And so I need to be in a different environment to be able to have that flexibility. What, whatever calls them here, uh, I think the thing that keeps them here is, is that relationship with the teacher.
1: Are you a teacher, student, or parent of a charter school and have a story to tell about your school? Head on over to charterchatpodcast.com to send in your story to be read on the show. Yeah, and I think that's interesting because at a traditional school, the parents might not be as involved. You just drop them off at school and then the kids are there all day, but it, it sounds like having that one-on-one the teachers are really building stronger bonds stronger relationships
0: they are you know I, I have a child and yeah and even being an educator I well I was I would like to say I was involved in his education and participated in school things and did that it's it's a vastly different experience than I'm you know the Parent educator in my home with my child or my children, and you're coming in and you're working with me and helping me to structure their learning and give me guidance and and letting us kind of co-create what this learning experience is going to look like. Um, because what I, found, you know, the one myth that we have to always kind of crack here is that oh, if you're homeschooled, maybe you are um, somehow isolated and don't receive some of that social interaction that the traditional environment is rich in providing. And what I have found with um our homeschool families is that they seek opportunities to engage their children in outside activities. And so um, while yes, they're, they're teaching from home and doing that, they're also the ones who are out on the field trips, making sure students are going to museums and seeing whatever that is that rounds out their educational experience and participating in other activities that engages them with other children of their age so that they get that experience as well. I think it's the flexibility parents appreciate, and the homeschool families I'll talk to also will say you know learning doesn't have a bell, <laughs> and when when you homeschool, you know while we have summers off and they can take vacation, what they like is that continuity of learning that kind of naturally integrates into their family's lifestyle, and I think it's the fact of being able to make your family experience kind of richer and deeper because you've got this dual role of I'm parenting you, and I'm also kind of your were edu- parent educators at the same time
1: and the parents probably really like that with having that extra hands-on teacher to really guide them and show them the way to educate their student properly yes
0: yeah but it's a, it's a key it's a key partnership because um, families yeah don't always come in knowing how to yeah, again, one of those things we've all, we, we've all gone through school. So we think we know how to do it. Um, and I think when you become the, you know, the parent, you realize, Oh, well, maybe I don't know all the components I need to know. And so, yeah, I think that definitely our teachers, they they're the rich, the richness they bring because they're credential teachers is that they, they have that assortment and variety of approaches that they can Um, support a parent in to how do you how do you support your child who actually is kind of more of a kinesthetic learner or a visual learner and just kind of helping them understand even their child more and the approaches that support their learning.
1: Yeah and I think what's interesting most of the time when I see these independent charter schools independent study type programs there's usually a learning center or something where the students will come and Meet with the teachers or drop off their work or get new work for the the year for the for the month or the week and it it sounds like you don't have that model where the teachers actually do come to the the homes, which I don't think I've ever heard of that before
0: you're you're right we have a bit of a it's not a blended approach because I don't want to confuse it with some blended models out there but we do offer places where, if students want to come and receive tutoring support, we'll have tutors staff there, and teachers may at the same time take advantage of that space and say, "Hey, why don't we meet there as a small group and pull in a couple of students from their um, caseload as the way again to kind of help them interact, but maybe they're all kind of if it's a you know a high school student, maybe they're all freshmen working on a similar thing, and so she might say to them let's let's meet at the center and do that group activity also with high school students, you may find because they won't go to the home with a high school student unless there's a parent or an adult present in the house so oftentimes they are meeting either at a library or some of these centers that we have uh, set up for tutoring but the the core of their interaction and their work is is meant to be what's a location that works for you and what's a location that works for me as your teacher and, and let's meet there for our high school students and then for our homeschool families learning is happening in their homes and so yeah majority of our teachers that's that's exactly where they're going into the homes and kind of seeing where learning is happening and that whole contextual environment and supporting uh, the parent educator from that place
1: yeah, it reminds me of the old school doctors that used to make house calls <laughs> <laughs> yes yes it's a it's a whole new model of learning. <laughs>
0: Well, and what's nice about that is it kind of gives you that, you know, in a big world, it gives you that small town feel, right? Like like um, having a teacher come to your home or this, you know, I, one of my favorite quotes is one of our students was asked, you know, where do you go to school? And he says, I don't go to school. I go to Visions. And, and I think it's because he really identifies that learning is happening everywhere for me and it happens at home. And um, I, that's the experience we want at least our homeschool families to have.
1: Do you want to help us get the word out? Help us get the show in the ears of more listeners. You can do that by going to iTunes, subscribing, and leaving a comment. Now back to the show. Well, What type of, um, have you guys had any recent accomplishments at Visions in Education? I know obviously being independent, this is your first year. That's a huge accomplishment. But I don't know if you have any other recent accomplishments you want to share with us.
0: You're right that is a huge accomplishment. <laughs> you know the one we we celebrate every year is um, our ability to graduate uh, close to six hundred students. Wow yeah um, we and we because what we know of um, our students who come to us in our high school program is that a majority of them come to us at 10th grade and eleventh grade and and still a fair amount at twelfth grade and so we have a, a very short time as do they to to try to put together a program and structure that will allow them to learn what they need to learn and go through the the coursework in a a kind of structured, flexible way so that they can um, achieve the goal they're looking for. You know, I think in addition to that is is we're proud of this and we don't, you know, the state, if anything, penalizes you for this, but because we can receive students so late, the the one really big advantage to being an independent study charter school is that if you're not a fourth-year graduate, you can be a fifth or sixth-year graduate with us, and and we really pride ourselves on. You know, you may come and and your window for four-year graduation is has closed, but right. that doesn't mean that the window for your fifth year, or your sixth year out, is a isn't the possibility any longer. And so, again, I think that good work our teachers doing sustaining those relationships, because trust me, a fifth-year senior doesn't really want to hang into school. <laughs> But because they are working with them one-on-one, keep, keep them kind of motivated and inspired to see the, the long view here, which is, boy, I from high school is your, that is your launch pad. And, and you can't, you will not get as far, your trajectory changes dramatically if you don't launch from that place. And so th- those are tremendous celebrations um, that we, we take every year and um, highlight.
1: And I think that's important. I mean, that's one of the reasons charter schools are unique and they have different programs in the local district because kids drop out, unfortunately, mm-hmm. of the regular district for whatever reason. And it's good to have choices and options, like like visions for kids yeah. to go and finish their degree.
0: It, yeah, absolutely. I that's if you were to listen to our students, that's their narrative. It is you know, because if by ninth grade you haven't, you know, if, not, if by ninth grade you have flunked a couple classes, just mathematically, you you have already really jeopardized your chances of being able to graduate with your class. And and that happens to a lot of um, freshman students. And, and that's not, and then, and then you just take into account students who are uh, just kind of increasingly feeling disenfranchised and wanting to f- kind of regroup and find themselves and and get back on the right path, that you almost need a smaller environment that can attend you more personally to be able to get back on that path.
1: Yeah, and it's really good that you guys have some programs to help the students complete their high school diploma.
0: Right. But hey, as far as achievements, which I want to just bring on again is because I want to maybe make a call out there is, we are doing internships and I'm really excited this is something we've been wanting to work on for a while and we're starting to to see the first phases of our students our high school students getting out there and being able to have internships in a couple of programs like working for old navy or another project that we have going up here in um, kind of placer county so if there's if there, I think that's the next kind of transition we want to make is not only helping students graduate but how do they how do they now also start to get their footing on the other side of this equation so that as they walk across the stage, they're definitely walking uh, to the next part of their path. And I think, I think definitely community college, which we do, which is a nice part of being independent study as well, because you have this flexible schedule. And so community colleges are like pretty much vacant, not vacant during the day, but definitely when you've got a bulk of your high school students going to the content, the traditional environment, there's a lot of opportunity for students in independent study to say, I want to take a class at 10 o'clock in the morning. Great. Let's make that happen for you. Um, so definitely trying to find these loops into their next stage of life and start to weave those in now so that, again, as they will cross the stage, they're they're walking on to the next stage.
1: Yeah, I really like that idea where a lot of schools now are doing. Some sort of concurrent enrollment into the community colleges. So they're earning college credit and kind of getting ahead. So that's really great. I wish I would have done that growing up myself. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 great with the flexibility um, for them to either work if they need to or want to or mm-hmm start college early or whatever their option is, it's good to have this flexibility, which you guys seem to have in your program. So you have a university prep program?
0: Yes, this is something we started about five years ago and it really was out of a an interest we were seeing students have who were enrolling with us and had aspirations to go on to state college or a UC system. And we worked with our team to put together our university prep program that allows them then to have that that experience of of AP classes, honors classes, to see that if if that's the rigor and level of interest that they have to aspire to, that that's something they can find with Visions as well. Uh, Our team has done a phenomenal job with with the program. They they do a, a nice job of, and we do this with all of our high school students, is getting them out to community college, but the state and university colleges so that they can see see themselves on campuses and see that that's a part of their experience that they can aspire to. And certainly that that's what they're working toward should that be their desire. So yeah, the university prep program is another one that if um, you're a student who who is looking for that experience that would be a seamless transition onto a, again, state or UC campus, Uh, we can offer that. It's a a program that delivers all, all of its content digitally online. And so our, our students are highly equipped with their te- technology skills, but our teachers do a wonderful job kind of facilitating learning, not only through that medium, but again, in small groups and gathering students together to do an assortment of things, wet labs and, and field trips. So that that's another program that if um, students and fam- families are looking for, we offer.
1: And It sounds like it gets them ready for online classes at the colleges as well
0: it does you know that's the one thing I I think all of our students would say in our high school programs is that that the one they enjoy receiving their information through uh, that medium because they're highly adept at it and it's part of how they operate through the world but I think that they also appreciate that the vast number of tools that they're learning that can only that only increases their learning and also their ability to kind of communicate what they are learning at the same time
1: is there anything um, else you would like to share with our audience today before we wrap up? You know, I think if teachers are looking for um,
0: an experience to, to work in an independent study program, I, I find that just as for students and families, it's a, it's a lifestyle. I would say in being a teacher in independent study is a lifestyle. And I, I would like to think that it's a complete lifestyle. Um, Because it's not regulated by bills. I mean, it's definitely regulated by curriculum, and we have to do these, you know, teach standards and do all that. But I think the flexibility it offers is something that, as as people are looking to enter the workforce or enter at least the teaching force, is to say, you know, is there a way I can get? Is there a way I can work in a place where my my kind of my lifestyle fits that? And we're we're trying to help teachers see that independent study is an excellent option for you as either a starting teacher or an experienced teacher to transition. And additionally, I would say to families and students out there, you know, whether it's homeschooling or independent study, that it is a lifestyle. And and what I like about independent study is, is we always say flexibility, but in reality, it is a lifestyle in that it accommodates your life. And learning becomes what I think we've always wanted it to be, which is something deeply integrated into your daily experience. And and I think the more we can do that, I think when we wanna say that there's lifelong learners, I think we're closer to achieving that because because of that integration and kind of deep appreciation for um, working with each other to, to not only achieve goals, but to really create this curiosity and excitement for life and learning.
1: Yeah, and I think that's important to integrate it with your regular day to day life um, because it'll give, it'll make students want to learn more and continue their education by having it all integrated in their normal everyday life. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jody, for meeting with us today and talking to our audience. Where can people find out more about Visions in Education? Do you have a website? We do. Thanks,
0: Juliette. We, um, our website is V as in Victor, I-V-I-E-D-U.org. So Visions in org. Yeah, please go to it. Look at it. it it'll do a lot to um, talk about our program. You'll see some videos on there, but I would invite you to do that. And I also have my contact on there. So please feel free to reach out to me as well.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much. And I just want to remind our audience to put kids first. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Julia. Thanks for listening to the charter chat podcast. Be sure to visit charterchatpodcast.com to join the conversation, access the show notes and discover our fantastic bonus content. Just remember to put kids first. See you next time.